Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Ian Hink. Hello. Bradley Ellis. Hi. And Brandon Jones. Oh, yeah. Ian, what is your goal this week? I'm going to at least three times say, it's the monster hunter of, and then something. (laughs) Okay, that's good. That's a good goal. Three times. Yeah. Bradley Ellis, what is your goal this week? My goal is to say, oh, we oh, tailspin. (laughs) Oh, great. Does that one count? No. No, no, no. no. It it never counts during the announcement. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Brandon Jones, your goal this week? No sniffs. No sniffs. Wow. (laughs) Very professional. Yeah, we can live it up. No, please. Oh, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Sniffs are gross. Keep those eyes open. Red eye. My goal this week is more. to retire goals. So I'm going to see if I can pull it off. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, to retire the goals. This is big. Yeah. Why? Um, every single week, I get five comments that say, please stop the goals. Really? Five. Is it from the same five, five people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. Enough well, was enough. Yeah. Way to go, you five. You've killed dreams. If it was four, would that not Wouldn't have affect you? No, no, I can I can ignore four. No, yeah, odd numbers. Yeah. Five is, it's, it's, a, it's a movement. Also, Nadia H. Young hates goals. Oh, no. She oh, yeah, yeah, you told she, me that. No, right. she rakes me She's over the coals. She's like yeah, yeah, yeah. the tail of podcast critics, man. She hates yeah. everything. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, <laughs> I still, like, you know, she does, but you still want to impress her, you know? Yeah. yeah. She knows her stuff. Yeah. Harsh but fair. Mm-hmm. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, Lassie and Falsy are still part of Final Fantasy Type Zero. Still in there. Still part of Fabula Novo, Nova Crystallis. I'm glad Thank I was not God. here for this. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, there are microtransactions in Monster Hunter World, but not for anything random. It's for like emotes, and uh, you can get like a samurai costume. Yeah, some and, costumes. Uh, like stamps, I guess. I don't know how you would use them. Oh, They're like for stickers. Chat. Stickers. Oh, okay, cool. stickers. They're for the right. in-game gotcha. chat. They're awesome. Um, it's Z- like the Monster Hunter. Of I Monster love the Hunter. stickers. Okay. <laughs> Z huge X is pronounced Juga X or Zwege EX. I got two uh, pronunciations for that. But for now, we're just going to... Zwege. Zwege. We're going to stick with Daniel Ahmad. We're just going to call him by his name. Yeah, that's it from now on. What is that? Uh, Because GameSpot had an article about uh, something. Oh, we'll get to it later, actually. But they cited uh, industry insider Daniel Ahmad, or industry analyst, excuse me, Daniel Ahmad, who is Z-Huge, but not Z-Huge. What is... Juga X. What is Zwege EX? What is that even? Oh, so the person is... It's an avatar of a picture of... Suege Liang, who is a notable strategist from Chinese history mm. and Dynasty Warriors. Japan does indeed celebrate April Fool's Day. In Black Ops 3, it's the Frozen Forest, and the character is Hendrix. I, t- I texted Huber, all caps, Hendrix, and he just texted <laughs> back, yes. <laughs> we got it. Hendrix. He likes to use caps. Yeah. Uh, Jones, remember we talked about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and how it didn't get into Evo last week? Yeah. Uh, a lot of, we, you know, we get a lot of flack. I, I want to get into my paleontologist theory, but maybe mm. after that. Maybe we'll do that this episode. Uh, I really want to know what that got is. Got a lot of flack for like talking outside of our own domain. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, a lot of people think that... Uh, Anything it, the eyes can see is our domain. Yes. <laughs> what is that? Everything in this Lion room King? is yeah. yours. Lion King, I guess. <laughs> Lion King. Uh, but father... So there's a theory, Jones, that the reason Marvel isn't an Evo has nothing to do with audience, has nothing to do with participants in the actual tournament, but with 
Marvel itself. They're starting their own Evo. And I was like, show me their seats. Show me their seats, comments. And they got one for me. So uh, Mark Mann, who uh, is the global head of business development for Evo, but you know, is a uh, fighting game community uh, figurehead, I guess you could say, uh, tweeted this. I'm sure he heard it loud and clear from Twitter. He, referring to Mr. Wizard, I go to many FGC events, probably the most outside of sponsored players. I know that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is being played. Hard to include a game that doesn't have support. I'm not talking about Capcom, because they've supported it the most. Dot, dot, dot. Whoa. So the theory is, Marvel doesn't want to be associated with this game anymore. So if, it, if, we, if he says the game needs support, and he's not talking about the fan base, he's not talking about Capcom, we have to see, we have to figure out that it's like, oh, he's probably talking about Marvel. I could see that. Yeah, I thought it was worth including in corrections. So yeah, it's interesting. A little speculation. Showed the receipts. They showed the receipts. And correction music, please. You want to hear about the, my, uh, uh... Wait, they're ashamed of this game or something? Yeah. Why? Uh, Marvel only wants to be the cream of the crop. But their movies aren't even cream of the crop. Yes, they are, Hey-o. Brad. No, they're not. They're number one every single know, time they come out. I know, but they're like not. They're just like okay movies. They're good. And so I think it I like hurts Marvel to see like yeah, but they're good. But they like, want to be number one of video games. They want to uh, be up there with video ooh. games. I, and so I think luck. they don't. They don't love having to collaborate either. I don't think sure. they're like, total control. I think they yeah. want total Disney, control. Disney baby. Like they're yeah. big on control. They are Disney. I think. Yes. Yeah. Careful with that IP. Careful with it. They'll come yeah. for you. You know what? Just don't get involved. Don't get involved. Stay away keep, from Disney. Keep yes. your safe distance. Stay away from, from Disney. Disney. They'll shut you down. Uh, really quick, before we get to the news of the week, paleontologist theory. So it's like uh, it's like this thing where there's always an expert on the one thing, and that person. So a paleontologist watching Jurassic Park is like, this is highly inaccurate. <laughs> it's just because that's the thing you know, but right. all movies are highly inaccurate. But you're yeah. so proud right now to know it's like this. That wouldn't be right. Dude, they have feathers. It's just like, shut up. Shut up. And so I get a lot of comments of just everyone's their paleontologist thing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know a thing about fighting games. It's like, we don't. We don't. We don't know a thing about any games. It's okay. That's the one. I understand it's frustrating for you because that's the thing you're an expert about. We just try our best. Well, I would try my best to phrase things suggesting I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And we did. It's very, very rarely on this podcast will I say, well, I got the answer right here. Yeah. I think yeah, there should yeah. be an unspoken kind of like, you know, take this with a grain of salt. It's all in front speculation. Of everything that anybody says. I'll just sort it out. Yeah. Everyone is always Gaming saying news. their opinion. We don't opinion. know where that's going to be. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's necessarily fact all the time yeah. either. Yeah. I was disagree. I was watching okay. all the, the Red Dead uh, delays. I couldn't remember. I thought back. I'm like, did it get delayed? I don't know. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's horrible. That's like my number one game of this year. Yeah. So yeah, there's you this think weird, I'd be on it. It's a weird thing where like I do expect us to know a lot, and I expect us. That's why we do corrections, is I want to be held accountable for the mm-hmm. things that we spew out. Yeah. Uh, you know, but there is there are things that I don't expect you to ever know, Jones. Like the de- the release dates of delays, which didn't make it into corrections because it seems kind of irrelevant right. to me. You know, like when the actual months were. Um, yeah, but also you know, send in corrections still. Paleontologist theory the best. I love resonates with me directly. I, I watched The Holiday for the first time like a month or two ago over the over what the holiday. That? What is the holiday? It's a pseudo romantic film wherein um Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black, yeah. and Kate Winslet oh right. my all meet. Now yes. I'm connecting it. Yeah. Yes. Jack and, Black uh, and Jude Law in a non comedy yeah. romantic film. Yeah. It, very awesome. bizarre, <laughs> interesting movie. I kinda like the movie because it's not 
there's not an implication that these people are going to end up forever, but they're just having like a nice holiday. But the entire movie, I was just worried that Cameron Diaz was going to lose her job because she's like the head of a successful trailer editing company and she just up and leaves for like a month. And the whole movie, I was just like, she can lose her job. She's going to lose her clients. Like, all of these edits are just sitting there not finished. Ian, it was like all like, I cared about. I was like, what about her editing company? What's happening? And I always picture the person standing yeah. up in the theater, like, pointing at the screen. Like, she could lose her job. She, <laughs> I know. Are you with me, people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't that know, but I do. That she could me. lose her job. Highly I was, inaccurate. like, freaking out. <laughs> Did she lose her job? No. Okay. Spoiler alert, it was fine. I was just like, all of her clients? Like, who's managing this? What's happening? I was nervous. Just talk about Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> Let's get to the news. We have we have juicy, juicy rumors this week. Love rumors. Yes. Maybe we should do like a, a rumor rank at the end. Because rumor rank. Rumor rank. Ooh, rumor rank. Uh, first one is the most recent. Uh, we got a little uh, drop. No, this is, this is a bucket. Is this, this is a, a juice box? This is a... Oh, sure. This is a full-on juice box. Okay. Uh, grape juice. Uh, about an upcoming Spyro the yeah. Dragon oh. trilogy of remasters. It's so, obvious. Uh, Laura Kate Dale, uh, who has leaked many things for us in the past, uh, now correct, currently right? working at uh, Kotaku UK. Nice. Sorry, what? Congrats. Congrats. She's usually pretty accurate, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Uh, Earthbound still hasn't happened. Look. Generally, Not everyone can hit every I, time. Everyone it was, you know what? She had like she had like ninety percent of the rabbits thing right. The thing I was most excited about didn't come true Which about the rabbits. That? Uh, that it would be like mostly new characters, uh. and instead, you know, it's just like two Peaches and two Luigi's and two Yoshi's. But you know, it's, still it's half new yep. characters. Half new. Well, if you no, count the rabbits as new characters, count, and I do not, uh, <laughs> and I do not. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that uh, uh, quoting the article, Activision is currently working on a Spyro the Dragon trilogy remaster, which will be announced in March 2018. So we got it leaked by a month, mm-hmm. uh, and will be released Q3 2018 in development by Vicarious Visions, who did make the Crash trilogy last year. Uh, will be announced for PlayStation 4 with PS4 Pro support sometime in the in March. Um, one source suggested right? that September would be the launch month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to that quickly oh, enough. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the game will be a one-time, uh, t- one-year timed exclusive for PS4 right. before being ported to other systems in 2019, which is kind of what's happening with Crash. Crash is like a year later after mm-hmm. Crash has come out. Sounds real. Sounds super Sounds, sounds super very real. real. Sounds super real and super good, right? Yeah, yeah. I never played him. I'm into Spyro. Whoa, you I'll try into Spyro? Is this? I, rem- I played him back in the day. You know. Didn't they have Elijah Wood voice this Spyro? Not this Spyro. Okay. Not this Spyro. Who's going to voice Spyro this Not time? Not Spyro. <laughs> doesn't, he have, doesn't he talk? Um, gosh, I think... Oh, I don't know if he does... Yeah, yeah, I think he's got like a kid's voice in this game. Okay. I do really don't remember Spyro mm. speaking in cuts. I remember mm. like dragons mm. like, hey, Spyro, why don't you collect some things for you? Remember? Yeah, I don't remember Spyro talking, but maybe... Eh. If it did, it's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I also didn't remember the the names of the second two games. They're like really weird. Ripto's Rage. Yeah. Year of the Dragon. Not too weird. Third one is Year of the Dragon? Yeah, Spyro 3, Year of the Dragon. Eh, I guess that's not as weird as I thought. (laughs) That's the one I played. I only played three. I played one. That sounds like the safest name they could do. Yeah. Year of the Dragon. I think it was Year of the Dragon that year. I think though. it, yeah. So you know, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta market that. You gotta market that, baby. Sell it. 
Uh, so yeah, Jones, when we have a story like this, that's obvious truth almost like it's not too much of a juicy room. You know what I mean? It's like too much to be feasible to be like in the right middle of my, my, uh, rumor meter. Mm. Uh, Rumometer. are you surprised by any element of this? The exclusivity, vicarious visions working on it instead of a new crash game, perhaps, uh, actually it doesn't exclude them from doing it. Um, the no, they, the crash sales were crazy. Yes, they. I was very surprised by those. Yeah, and so I. This makes sense. Is Spyro the same though? Can Spyro do a crash? No, I, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, is that I hope they're not expecting that. I hope they're not expecting the same kind of, uh, the same kind of rabid fan base. This is Activision kind of, though, Jones. They are. They want to grow. They're looking at growth every single time. They don't want to put out a game that will get fewer sales. Is Hoping Spyro sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just got to do one first. I think Crash is the the good test to see if if people would be excited about this, and then this comes along, um, and so people will will buy in, but the, not to the level of Crash. I just don't think for for some reason I have no idea why I think this, but I feel like Spyro did well in Europe. Sure, hmm. I'll take your word for that. Maybe in that's Europe. maybe Seems I'm legit. just manufacturing an idea there, but uh, I do think here's here's what I would say though is is it he is less popular than Crash Bandicoot in a yeah, way. Uh, Skylanders maybe boosted Sp- Spiral. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think the games hold up better. I think they're better games. These are 3D exploration games. And I, it's crazy to me that they would do this in a year. It's a, I think I imagine it to be a lot harder to remaster than those Crash Bandicoot games. Uh, but yeah, I guess, I guess it's getting apparently the full treatment as the Crash Bandicoot games had. And people still complain about Crash a little bit, hit detection. Uh, the feet, because they rounded the feet, his feet. Yeah. Those feet. I wonder what complaints could be raised against a, a Spyro game. Spyro it, games it seems are like it would easy, be, dude. You yeah. see, like, like the sales will be smaller, but the vibes will be better, I think. Yes. I think people will, yeah. well, there, and, there's more of a chance that people are jump, that people are fans of Spyro or jumping into games they never played yeah. or, or possibly not remembering moments where a lot of Crash is just like, oh yeah, I remember this. Um, <laughs> I, I personally, I wonder, because I forgot that Skylander spun out from Spyro. He yeah. was the yeah. first Skylander. Uh, <laughs> the first. The son of the first Avenger. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, like, I wonder, I wonder if in the marketing, if they try to get, like, kids who are into Skylanders to play these because yeah. they're like, see the origin of the Skylanders. Yeah. You know, like, that kind of thing. Mm. I kind of, ooh, see the origin of the Skylanders would really rub me the wrong way. Just in, like, one trailer, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, before Skylanders came Spyro the Dragon. It's true. I don't I don't know if if Crash was really heavily marketed toward kids. I do remember that there was the Crash Skylander and that kind of that was very kid oriented. That wasn't a hard mission that we yeah. played Jones. Mm. Uh Yeah, I wonder how they'll market it. I wonder if they do expect it to do better than Crash and then I wonder lastly if it will. It's, it's I don't think it'll do better. I'm with Jones on yeah, that. that. Yeah, that seems very optimistic. Cuz yeah, Jones uh you you're right that Crash was really hard, and that was kind of a thing people complained about, but it was also the thing people streamed. Yeah, the bridge level. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of is what made it relevant today. And so I did say that Spyro holds up better, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it'll, it'll uh, light people up the way that Crash did. I just think there, there, was a, there was a name to the complaint. When I said, what was the complaint? And you said the feet. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah, the feet. Yeah. I just don't think there will be a meme of, of that game being broken in some way. Yeah. If anything, it's like Reddit loves that bear who like takes your money. 
In Spyro? Yeah. You know you know that bear? Mr. Shakedown? I do not know that bear. Is that his name, Mr. Shakedown? No, that's from Yakuza. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds like Mr. Yeah, Shakedown. Yeah, it does, yeah. I don't remember a bear. Wow. Yeah, and Red is just like, remember this guy? And then like it gets upvoted a bunch of times. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. I do I do remember that guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Upvote. Up uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Reddit. Reddit doesn't deserve that. If they re-release Croc, though, I'm going to lose my mind. Why? I don't know. When I was a kid, I had a blast with Croc. That game's terrible. I played Gex a lot of the Gex, that game dude. Is also yes, Gex. Yeah. Gex is bad. Bring back uh, Gex, Gex too. Where he's like a secret agent. Yeah, and you go on the, the TVs. Oh it's God. the 3D one. Yeah. Because the original dude. ones were 2D, I think. I thought Gex one was 3D too. Oh, well. Uh, I Gex is. Yeah. I, I have just, no memory, actually. Bubsy came out it. last year. Bubsy was mm-hmm. it was rebooted last Anything's year. Anything's possible. It's bombed so hard, Anything's though. Anything's possible. Well, wasn't that a fan back. re-release or something? No, that was official. Really? Well, they even, like, it was a studio that, like, renamed themselves Acclaim. How crazy was oh, that? That's Weird. insane. Just, just to, like, Man. just to buy off on that nostalgia for Bubsy. They, they really, went all in. They went all in. It, it was a risk. Like it was a risk. <laughs> yeah. They don't all pay off, yeah. you know? How do you pitch it? That rabid Bubsy fan base. <laughs> How do you? Yeah, you know, I feel I, like Bubsy didn't do well in the first place. I don't know. I think about I think about just uh, the way that you have to court publishers. Mm-hmm. And I think about those meetings and just how do you show, how do you prove interest in Bubsy? How'd they get it? Right. How'd they get the what money? What do they show, like, right. posts? Yeah, yeah, like maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, next juicy rumor. Oh, this one's full on juicy. This is, like, this is like a Capri Sun. Yeah, this is well, yeah. Pacific Cooler, dude. Yeah, yeah, we're just tapping into a Capri Sun. Bigger juice box. <laughs> Bandai Namco is developing Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Very interesting. So, yes, uh, this is... We'll give it. We'll absolutely give credit to Eurogamer because basically we saw the rumor leading up to it, but like usually when Eurogamer comes in and says, yeah, this is true, normally that's true. Uh, basically, it, to, to catch everybody up, last year at E3, Nintendo announced Metroid Prime 4, just the title, and said, we're not even telling you who's making it. And so, obviously, there was rampant speculation. There were rumors even around then, I think, maybe a month later or a few, uh, that Bandai Namco was making it. And we just kind of said, no. Damiani said no. Damiani is the one who told me that Bandai Namco was making it. He's like, I don't believe it, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damage control? Yeah, yeah. Because they're involved with Other M, right? Um, no, wasn't that, that was Team Ninja. Team Ninja, okay. Uh, Bandai gotcha. Namco's, there's, they did Smash Bros. They had that strong partnership mm-hmm. with Smash Brothers, one of Nintendo's you know, flagship uh, t- titles. And so, uh, also Pokken. And so I think they're buddies now. I oh, think yeah. They're, they're, they're strong buddies. The relationship was is Prime there. Prime... Who developed Prime? Was that all retro? Retro. retro. retro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Who are in Texas. Made that beautiful but are they tropical owned freeze. By? Yeah. yeah, they're owned by, they're Nintendo. Owned by Nintendo. So they're like yeah. a first party, third party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we got even more rumors after that. Uh, basically, someone from Bandai Namco Singapore, uh, who I did not, I was not aware of the studio until this week, uh, on their LinkedIn said, yeah, I'm working on Metroid Prime 4, and I'm working on an exclusive Switch game, Ridge Racer 8. 
And so uh, that was, well, maybe we should talk about that a little bit too. Uh, and so that was like posted and that got picked up and spread everywhere. And then that is what Eurogamer saw and said, yeah, that's true. That's actually true. Uh, uh, Bandai Namco Singapore is working on this. And to give you some background on Bandai Namco Singapore, that used to be called LucasArts Singapore. And they were actually working on Star Wars 1313. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. that's, I mean, maybe that's the kind of caliber we should be thinking of. So this is the first game that Bandai Namco uh, Singapore has actually been even like rumored to be working on. Hmm. Dude. Yes. What if Metroid Prime 4 is like, that level of like gritty and realistic. Yes. Oh my, oh my god. Yeah. What is it if it's like <laughs> third person Uncharted style almost, like Metroid Uncharted style? Oh no. Oh, like, heavens, could be no. Weird. But heavens, like, think no. about when we heard about Metroid as first person. Yes. Very it was like, insane. What? True. No. Yes. Don't do that. Yep. Turn up to be great. Uh, before we get into too much speculation on the game, I should include one more detail. Uh, is that uh, uh, Bandai Namco Japan is apparently taking over the project and Singapore is working on the next thing already. So oh. they've been working on it hmm. uh, currently and then it's moving on to Bandai Namco Japan for, for them to finish it and then they're working on a new thing, which might be that Ridge Racer game that mm-hmm. was uh, leaked on LinkedIn. Wasn't Ridge Racer PlayStation exclusive? Yes. That's kind of crazy if that's moving to Switch. Yeah, you want to talk about that now? I mean, it's a little weird. I don't it's know what else weird. we would say about that's it. That's weird. It happens, man. Well, it I mean, yeah, it happens with, like, Bayonetta, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, you yeah, have a franchise right, yeah. that like, can't Do you survive? remember when Final Fantasy VII went on PlayStation? Crazy. Yeah. It like right. Yeah. Those Nintendo fans felt betrayed. I do wonder if You're Ridge right. Racer by its title has any sway, but I do think that the game itself could be valuable today. I think, I think there's space for Ridge Racer in 2018. Especially if they do some crazy, like, Switch thing with it. Yeah. On Switch, because Switch doesn't have anything like that that I can think of. Yeah. Pseudo realistic rally. Whatever. Was Ridge Racer realistic? I think it was like it was, one of those games that straddles the line. It yeah, more, that's it's like yeah, pseudo like kind of arcadey. Yeah, yeah arcade-y. I haven't played it in a long time. Uh, power but, sliding. Yeah. Is, is it rally or no? No, no. You're doing you're doing ra- laps. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you City. sell Ridge Racer? That that's oh, sounds, three. What's what's the announcement too, of Ridge Cause Racer? The trailer has that woman on it, and she just goes like Ridge Racer. Well, they used to get they used to get a new woman for every game. Right. So we just need a new woman, I guess. <laughs> Done, I guess. Were they CG or live action? Those women? They were CG women. Yeah. Time makes fools of us all, you know. No, but Jones has a good point. You just can't do There's that. There's got to be a gimmick. You no, can't you have can't a CG woman come in and switch. switch. There's yeah. got to be some weird peach. Selling oh, it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but then people would get so butthurt that it wasn't yeah. Mario Kart 9. <laughs> no, there'll be like a Mario skinned car you can get or something like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. it just looks so Amiibo weird. support. Jones, it's, it's an interesting thing to say. I don't actually know beyond its portability what the Switch does that unique. You know, it does Labo, right? It does crazy, crazy things. But for a game, for, for a franchise like Ridge Racer, I don't know what the Switch has to offer. I don't think it'll be big. It'll just be... Standard controls, portable. That's it. Yeah, so you're gonna yeah, have crazy yeah. controls or anything like that. And the the trailer is a ridge race happening, like on a ridge, and then a kid is sitting passenger seat playing Ridge Racer Eight during a ridge race, ah. live action. And it's like, who do you think is having more fun? Right, <laughs> Ridge Racer. And then those those PlayStation squirrels from the early 2000s yeah, yeah. show you know up. What? That was hell's yeah. It was the same hell's thing. yeah. Same voice, yeah. Yeah. PlayStation, hell's yeah. That guy. Um, <laughs> God, I'm glad we're past that. Sold. Metroid Prime 4 uh, in development by Bandai Namco. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I guess the discussion we should have is about how much we think Nintendo values Metroid. Ooh. Mm. Below Zelda and below Mario. 
That's well, for sure. For sure, yeah. yeah. It I doesn't think matter, yeah. I think uh, it's third. Fifth. Ooh. Wait, well, okay. I don't what think else? it's third. We got Mario Kart now, which is definitely higher. I think it's, it's basically its own fran- yeah, its own franchise. I think they go Mario, Zelda, Smash, Kart, Metroid. I'd yeah, put, it's above Kirby. I'd even put Splatoon above Metroid. I would put Oof. Kirby above Metroid. I put Yoshi not above Kirby. Yes, because Metroid would sell better than Kirby. All of those are internal studios. All of those are Nintendo saying, "Yeah, we're gonna make Kirby. We're gonna make Yoshi." I just Yoshi. feel like they don't know what to do with Metroid most of the time, though. They don't. Yeah, I would agree with like that. They, yeah, they like it, but They're I mean, they it. didn't even like celebrate the anniversary really at all. Right when it had it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I just I do, I, and I almost feel good. I almost feel better knowing that Ben and Namco has the staff working on it because I almost wasn't sure that Nintendo had a proper staff to work on a full-on Metroid game mm. internally. Mm. I know they can make a Yoshi game. I know they can make a Kirby game, but could they? Yeah. Who made Other M again? Sorry, uh, it's Team Ninja. Who wow. does Dead or Alive and right. uh, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden? Yeah. Well, and then they just did something recently that Hellblade. was good. Yeah, Hellblade. No, that's, no, Ninja, that's, Theory. that's Ninja Theory. That's Ninja Theory. Yes, 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 right. Yes. right, right, right. Ninja Theory was getting involved. I would be much more excited. <laughs> right. Who did Neo? Was that just? Yeah, it's. Uh, that was Tecmo Koei. All oh, right, right. My brain keeps bouncing between did Bandai pick this up because they had a, an idea because they were talking mm. with Nintendo. I think and Nintendo's like, idea. what do you, what 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 do you want to work on? They're like, clearly Metroid. Let's do it. And Nintendo's like, oh great, yeah, we we don't care. You do it. Or if it's, I think, the worst case scenario, which is, I don't, do you want to make Metroid? I want to make Metroid. Oh, you know who'd make Metroid? We should get out to Bandai. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I hope it's not that. I, I, I they, hope Bandai Namco was like, passion project. Yeah, please, I think please, that's please, what please, it was. Please, please let us do it. Especially, the thing that gives me hope is that it, if it's the Star Wars 1313 crew and like, oh man, like Pie in the Sky, they've been working on it. Maybe not since, but like, pretty soon after like that gives me hope because that seems they're like in line enough and like they had their dreams dashed with 1313 yeah then to move into like if they took a little regroup time and then they're like what what could we possibly do yeah i got a banging metroid idea and then nintendo was like yeah we got this new hardware coming in a couple of years yeah work on it in secret like that's the best case scenario you do it yeah um i yeah i uh Eurogamer doesn't think that it'll come out in 2018 it does think that development has just started uh just started yeah uh but like I hope, they announced it before they started working on it yeah well Felt no like, even oh, if man. even if they started it in like super early I, summer like it'd still be i think that they'd been working on it for like six months when they announced it <laughs> yeah i was hoping i was hoping that wasn't the case but more I, like I a final fantasy yeah. 7 remake situation yeah when no more didn't know he's director on it till they announced it yeah <laughs> Whoa, He's really? Like, what? Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, man. Square Enix, baby. Oh, yeah, they just do whatever they want. It's got to be first person, though. Do why call it Prime? Happens? Why call it Prime? Without, yeah. Why Why make that leap? Of, 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 of All the fans assuming Prime 1, Prime 2, Prime 3, all very specific style. Uh-huh. And then, oh, yeah, we'll call it 4, but then we're going to, it's a board game. We right. Like, no. <laughs> I do agree. I do agree it's got to be first person, but I let's agree. go down the list. Does it have to have scanning? Yes. Well, on the Switch, especially yeah. with the, yeah. the, the, the one-to-one nature of the Breath of the Wild. You want uh, to do that? Breath of the I Wild. don't want to You don't do have that. to, but you can. <laughs> okay. But that's how Nintendo does it now. It's like, it's there, except for in Mario, I guess you have to use motion controls sometimes. But like, it's there, but you don't have to do it generally. Yeah, yeah it's pretty true, actually. Yeah, you, you will be able to analog stick it. Uh, will it have an opening sequence where you have all your armor and then you lose all your armor? Dude, of course you're going to have a bunch of stuff and lose it. You're sort of nothing like always. I don't think so. You uh, think? I'm like, trying to remember how think? three How is she, like... What's the story of how she's gonna lose all of armor? Is it gonna be a prequel this Metroid or what? No. So it's it's apparently its own thing. Apparently, so three ends 
like a conclusion. Yeah. She kills Dark Samus. She's done with Phazon. Yeah. She flies off. God, and I then, need to replay those. And then um, one of the guys from Metroid Prime Hunters, the DS game, like follows her. And then that, that sort of leads into Metroid Prime Hunters, which is canon, apparently. I got <laughs> it. She's going to okay. be on vacation. All right. Not going to have any of her stuff. There you go, Brad. That's good Shit stuff. Shit blown up. Everything's yeah. gone. Yeah. I, like I love that. that idea. Yeah. She's retired. You need to. Ooh, you need to. Yeah. You're talking. You need to do it like Ellen Ripley. You need to have her. Yeah. Old Samus. For Whoa. some. Yeah. Oh. I think she's. I think she's aged in real time. Like she's. She's however many years older than three. And yeah, I like that idea. Like she's somewhere where she just doesn't have her stuff. Will she talk? Yes. You think she's gonna be talking a lot? Uh, like probably. other M style. I could see them yes. doing that. Oh. Yeah. I do I think she'll speak. Like Alien Isolation style. I mean, if Zelda did, I guess anything's possible. Yeah. She talked in other M. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people hated it. Oh, yeah. hated it. Well, that's because uh, other M's just remember me, like a whole disaster. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. They didn't hate that she was talking. I think they hated what she was saying. What she well, was they hated saying. Her character yeah, yeah. too. Exactly. I mean, it yeah. like it was basically like uh, flying in the face of everything that Metroid is supposed to stand for. Yeah, I don't know. Does it have to have a charge shot? Does it have to have missiles? Yeah, does it have to have a ball, miss. morph ball. Well, you go into two D morph ball. Yeah, like I yeah. thought about like, Zelda sometimes. I'm thinking about yeah, it needed to have that. Breath Wild's kind of like nah. Yeah, don't need all that. It's fun, wow, anyways. That's, yep, dude. If what if, if they're that ambitious, I don't know. If, but every Zelda is an opportunity more. to do something new and Correct. fresh and original, yeah. and every Prime is not. Yeah, every right. Prime it is a continuation. It's not Ocarina of Time four. Right. Yes, I get right. what you're saying, John. Yeah, and Prime Prime was a continuous story, and since this this one's called Metroid Prime four, right? Yeah. What so if they far, just the title. Yeah, I mean, I think they might, but like it's, the timeline yeah. is so annoying for Metroid, by the way, because I think even Prime Three still takes place before Super Metroid. But, yeah, I think yeah. they do actually. It's I just, think they. Oh, are. I think stop that's doing right. that! And if Metroid Prime Four does too, it's ah, stop this! So many adventures, so many adventures, and like they're just like Fusion is canon. She's half Metroid now. It's like all right, <laughs> that's like that is what's happening with Samus today. Most recently, she's like fused. So Fusion is the latest one. Yeah, so it could In take place after last Fusion. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, what I'd if love if it did. what if this game this is maybe even a bad idea but it's crazy like what if this game picks up before super then you do super but in in the f- prime style and then Ooh. it goes beyond super oh yeah so like super is act 2 of this game oh yeah that'd be bonkers yeah and you could truncate it you could tell yeah, the whole yeah, story yeah. of super yeah. in the, in, a, in a shorter space definitely that that could be gnarly yeah let's do that Otherwise, there's just no excuse for her to keep losing her armor. Stop doing that. You, they make her dumber in Super by making her still lose like, her armor all the just times. Like pull something up to like that. where you don't have the same armor you usually have. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, it could be her daughter or something. I mean, they could do that. Yeah, cool. Uh, you could be the baby Metroid or a baby Metroid yeah. in it. You play Whoa. as a Metroid. You play as a Metroid. <laughs> yeah, that's the You're whole You're the game. mother. You're Ripley. Uh, Metroid Prime Three had visitable planets. I think there's no way that this. Does that again? You you would go into your ship and you would be like, I want to go to that planet. planet. I, I'm, I think I'm it's thinking, all on one planet. Yeah, I'm thinking, what if? Uh, I mean, a way to do it. Whoa. Okay, so you do it like, you you pull a Breath of the Wild. The game starts. She's attacked. She crashes on whatever planet. She has all her stuff, but the ship is borked, and. In the course of being on this planet, open world, like Breath of the Wild, in the course of trying to get the stuff to fix her ship just to get out of there, she uncovers some whole crazy mystery, but like in a pseudo open world, like Metroidvania, I guess, open world. Yeah. That would be cool as hell. Yes, that would be cool. Yeah, I wonder if they'll focus so much on the puzzle elements, if they're going to try that, something like that. 
yeah. it would be cool to just have the capabilities and then you just have to use them Shrines, like Breath baby. of the Wild. Yeah, yeah I would love that, actually. That'd be cool. All right. Ready for a third juicy rumor? How can yes. it be juicier than that? This one's not very juicy. <laughs> Google are making a game service with a controller. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so there's a website called The Information, uh, which had this report. Uh, requires a subscription. It's basically for, like, people who live in San Francisco and, like, love... Uh, information. Information. Love, like... Uh, information. Like, tech news. It's like, when I went to the site, it's like, are you a high-powered tech uh, industry person? No. You're going to want the information. <laughs> and I'm you're like, just like, click, no, nope. no, no, no. <laughs> no and so, uh, click the X there. Yeah. Get so, uh, big thank you to the Game Informer for subscribing and doing this write-up. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, here's what they're suggesting is, uh, maybe I should read the quote from them specifically. Um... No, we'll, we'll save that. So uh, basically, okay. uh, that it had been tossed around, you know, that, that Google was trying to do like a game service, games console or something like that. Uh, but most recently, it's like happening. It's like they're pretty sure that this will be released and it is a streaming console. Just streaming games in. Uh, it could even use your, your Chromecast if you have one of those because they're bragging like a 55 million user base. Like those people could all be on a game service, but it will have a controller. Okay. If they bundle it with my Google Music Unlimited slash YouTube Red service, yeah. hells yeah. I wonder if they'll do that. They're <laughs> like, what? What are you going to stream in? Nothing. <laughs> Met, uh, Monument Valley 2 and Rains. Oh. Yeah, like, the stuff like, I'm playing on my phone anyway. Uh, yeah. What was it called? Ouya? Is yeah. that console's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, Give yeah, me, like, yeah. vibes like that right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just haven't seen this work. I, I mean, Google has enough money they to burn on it. The, yeah. the huge difference is they have, like, mobile games are big. Like, if you can play Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, if you can play Monument Valley 2, if you can play that on your TV with a controller sitting down, like, mm -hmm. if it literally is just your phone 16 by 9 on the TV and it doesn't cost that much, like, whatever, yeah. Yeah comes with yeah your subscription already or something like that yeah yeah uh, this isn't important but it was like one of the first things i thought about is which buttons do you think it'll have i'm thinking abxy same colors as xbox controllers is there mm. any reason to think it would be anything else uh propriety i think they'd want to make it different okay Google, Google likes to be their own thing. Numbers. Whoa. Numbers. Bring back the numbers. Mm -hmm. It was numbers before anything. It didn't work for we. <laughs> Jones? Yeah, G and O and L and an E. <laughs> <laughs> so even like start it up, you have to type out Google. <laughs> Actually, you're joking, but I almost guarantee that it'll be the Google colors. Oh, the, the Google buttons. colors are nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, aren't isn't it red, green, blue, yellow? I think so, yeah. It'll for sure be those. Yeah. Which I guess is But the it'll same be it'll be their hues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah their exact values yeah. and hues. In their order or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. And, and four shoulder buttons? It's just so hard for me to imagine this working. It's so crazy to me. Well, what does working mean to Google, though? You know? Right. They love to try things. Yeah. Also, they do have... They de they've got Daydream. Like, they've been putting out new... Like, they started with cardboard VR. Now they've got Daydream with the little controller thing. Oh, Daydream is their VR? Daydream is their VR thing with the phone. And it has the thing, like, they're building out this weird infrastructure. Like, I could see this controller pairing with Daydream. Dang, you're right. They have lots of games on that. They have all kinds of these weird little things that they're doing. Yeah. Like, they're getting into this. Do you think that people will be able to stream PC games? Will they be able to stream Monster Hunter World on their little Google Chromecast thing? I don't think right away. 
Starting small. Yeah, I just, I, oh, I don't know if the current Chromecast has enough processing power for that. Well, I guess if you're just broadcasting it from a computer, like you, you put an app on your computer and cast it. You need like Google Fiber for this to even like work. <laughs> like I don't mind streaming TV shows and like sometimes it'll buffer, but like yeah, in a game, no. Like yeah, I, like I, I would say I, I watch my my TV buffering like five times a night. If that happened in a video game, no, no, you gotta get do it a jump. I do. I need to get a better internet or a better processing internet. Roku or whatever fighting game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, get yeah, out of here. Bonkers. Yes. So, and so I don't know. Uh, that's For that reason, I think the first batch, I think, will definitely be non-multiplayer mm-hmm. yeah. focused, probably. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yep. What's the quote? Uh, it's really funny. It's uh, Game Informer feeling themselves. I really appreciate <laughs> this anytime. Uh, we speculated last month that Phil Harrison joining Google was likely part of a gaming initiative. Um Oh, sorry. And I, I, we print this out weird. I had the quote that I wanted the first time. But anyway, Phil Harrison uh, was hired by Google last month, and Game Informer was like, "Yeah, they're probably doing games." And I'm like, "No way, <coughs> Google's not." And like, "Yeah, they totally are." Doing uh, everything, dude. <laughs> Phil Harrison, formerly of Sony and Microsoft, and oh. some other gaming thing in between. But yeah, ah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's the thing though. Like, we all scoff at the idea of like because it's been. Sony versus Microsoft and then Nintendo having a party over here for like 15 years or whatever. Like that's just how it's been. We all scoff at the end. Like when Ouya came out, everyone was like, good luck. And then it failed. Yeah. And so like, that's the narrative we all expect now. Yeah. But like if Google or someone else took this seriously and like came out with an actual box and like a different service and like a revolutionary new model, who's to say it wouldn't work better than what we have. Yeah. Because everyone scoffs at it cause, just because we're used to it. I don't know. It reminds me of like Steambox kind of when sure. that came out, like making like console-esque PC gaming. Yeah. And I thought Steambox was going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steambox is kind of weird though. Where doesn't it just stream to the PC that's in your own house? You exactly can. So. Oh, okay. Um, and also Steambox, it was like a weird pseudo launch because they were like third-party boxes that you just put Steam on or what? It was very weird. Oh, and then some of them were actually like hardware, like beefy PCs. Yeah. And, yeah, Steambox. It, it got like... Cause, I remember we thought that it was like, here's the Steam box, right. but it was like a bunch of different Steam yeah, boxes. Yeah, it's like proprietary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man. It that was weird. weird. It that got was very confusing. Weird. You know, that's a really good point, Ian. If, like, if anybody's going to do it, Google's there. They, yeah. I they have enough to game throw selling it. it. Yeah, be, right. It would be weird to me if they put the game before the service. If they're like, exclusively for this service is this game that all you hot gamers are going to want to play. Or even like a couple of games. This thing's like, only for hot gamers. Uh, just they're, they're like, oh, this is something where you're gonna, oh, I, you know, I can't live my life unless I buy this service so I can just play this one game. I think that to, would be a misstep. To me, Google yeah. is about you. Here's this thing you're already doing. We're right. gonna present a way for you to do it better or easier or cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. And so here, are these games are already playing on your phone or on your PC uh, that can run on Chromecast, and here it's gonna be all in one. And because you've got your you know, whatever service you're already paying for, here's some free stuff. Throw mm-hmm. it in that you already, you know, you can get. I think, I think for sure also because it's, it's Google's whole entire existence is just to get you to see more ads. Uh, I would not be surprised if, if either it's bundled in with their already YouTube Red, Google Music Unlimited, whatever service, or Google Drive or whatever, or it's another service monthly that you can pay for. But I would not be surprised if there's a free version oh, yeah. that serves ads. Yeah, they just want to know our habits. Yeah. They want to know which games we'll click on. 
They want to know which thumbnails we like. They just they want that information. And I mean, you know it's going to integrate with Google Play Store. So any games you've already bought that are compatible with this system, you'll already have. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you're so right. Okay, well, that's something to look forward to. Uh, I found the original thing. Uh, it was two years that they were floating the idea around. It's codenamed Yeti, uh, but it is now close to possible hardware. And again, that means that like it could still just disappear yeah and we'll never talk about it again could be years off when it comes out i yeah. thought about google glass the other day right oh, oh yeah. yeah that's I what like, i was yeah, yeah. glass <laughs> mm-hmm. they just they're done or are they just not only a couple people own those or what they i don't... think they're officially done they, i think google they decided not to do it, yeah. Done. yeah but i mean that's the thing google does that yeah they try stuff it didn't it, it didn't feel like a failure i look back now back on yeah. that like oh they you know swung and missed on that one they're just like look at this weird thing we built okay moving yeah. on i think thing. that's how they thought of it too it's like we're doing this because it's fun yeah so we got the money why not controller little service try out some streaming yeah you're right and just shift the library around for whatever games work the question is will you get one will i get one yeah no nah. yeah no nah. not with my internet nah, i probably man. would I'd probably watch it win the shot. group stream Selection committee. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some dumb like Google exclusive we- Yeti. bejeweled clone or something. I, I almost believe because you're, I like I hate the like. Why did d- I put that idea? In there? Disruptive <laughs> technology and all that, but I feel like Google could make a good controller. They made a very different VR headset. It's like yeah, yeah we use sweater fabric or something on this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's their like controller the could thing. be totally yeah. bizarre. <laughs> that's the new thing. All these things have fabric on them, and I'm like, that's just gonna collect dust, guys. What? <laughs> what? All these little speakers and Google Home and all everything these. collects fabric. Everything does collect fabric. Sorry, <laughs> dust. Everything collects dust. No, I know everything does collect dust, but you can just swipe dust off. Oh, but you can't swipe your fabric. You have to vacuum a fabric. Yeah, yeah. You got to vacuum your Come VR on, headset. You got to vacuum your maybe VR they, headset. Maybe Google's gonna make a little vacuum. Maybe <laughs> it's all part of it. Go to, yeah. It's all part of a plan. I just like little microorganisms that just like float around your apartment. Watching what you say and what you do, so they still oh, get their yeah, information, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, they will clean up your apartment. Uh, I mean, we're getting there, dude. Elon Musk, I just found out the other day that the new Tesla charging thing apparently is like an autonomous tentacle that seeks out the charging port and then puts itself into it. Oh, what? it's one of those like robot arms that can like find its own path? Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Like, that's a thing that he just, that you can have now. Yes. Judgment Day Jones is Oh, coming. yeah. Oh, dude, oh, it's great. He straight up is just like, what if we just do cool sci-fi stuff because I want to? Yep. I remember Pop asking sticking. someone that like owned a, a, a self-parking car. That was like, no. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit a button and it, and it parks. Oh, I, I was, was like, sitting in Omar's car and it parked itself. The I don't day. believe you. The They're new like, Tesla does. I can drive you around right now. And I was like, I don't think I'd believe you even if I was sitting in the car and it was yeah. doing it. Like that. Believe it, crazy. baby. I've done. I've sat <laughs> in the car insane. that did it. Wow. The new Teslas. It goes one step further, my friend. The new <laughs> Teslas will apparently you can get out. Go into the restaurant and it'll drive around looking for parking on its own. I'm not kidding. This is apparently on the a road thing. right now. Apparently, that's Ugh. what I've heard. I'm gonna freak out. I mean, yeah, I don't I have a, Tesla. a car driving with no one in it. I like. I I don't know how it's allowed if this is happening, but yeah. like, apparently they can do that. Is what I've been told. Oh, do you all hear that? It sounds like it's podcast half time. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of February. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. JoJo Dent Co., your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you are currently an Easy A patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at Fastmower 
if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. Brent Klaus. Brent Klaus is a 2D animator and illustrator specializing in motion graphics and art direction. He produces animated content for brands using bold colors, fun character animation, and will sneak in a video game reference wherever he can. You can find him and his work on Twitter at Brent Klaus. iKeyless. Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off dealership prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Mango. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, Injustice 2, Call of Duty, Cuphead, and a load of indies. Check out their website at www.sweetjustice.audio. Hoag Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoag Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check him out at hoeglaw.com. L. Fanis. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank, Thank you. Sponsors. Uh, we are debuting a new segment this week. It's called, yeah. Activision Blizzard made $4 billion on microtransactions last year. Yep. Now it's time for love and respect. Oh, we all dancing. Love and respect. How dare you interrupt love and respect? <laughs> Got him. How dare Got you? him. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is interesting. This is something we don't discuss too much, but I, I agree it's important. This comes to us from Jared Buffington. Nice name. Good name. How important is enemy design to your enjoyment of a game? Yes. I'm playing Monster Hunter World right now, and yes. because of its care in making believable, believable enemies that feel like real creatures. Mm-hmm. I think back to last year with two games that both had boring black sludge monsters as enemies, Resident Evil 7 and Prey. Both of these games lack creativity, left me wanting, and in the case of Prey, caused me to stop playing the game. Mm-hmm. Has anyone in the panel had a similar reaction to enemy design in games? Where we stopped playing? Yeah, um, and not necessarily that, but like the opposite reaction. Like he's loving Monster Hunter World because the enemies are so well designed. Oh and yeah, it's, it's something that I think in a review it's like insane if you spend too much time on, but it is really important in games. That it's it's incredible, Monster Hunter, the the enemy design. What about it? There, each one. Not only do they all feel like real creatures, uh, you know, but they all feel distinct from each other there are definite types you've got your bird wyverns your fanged wyverns your brute wyverns you know but they and those feel similar to each other you know so like the dragon type guys yeah there's like seem, four of the same dragon yeah but oh, sure. but each one of them has a different element to them like rathian will scratch you and poison you with its fangs uh, or claws and like rathalos will try to breathe fire on oh, you they all like, do that they do different things though like they're not no, they, I mean, they, yeah they all do that which all? The, the blue one does, for sure. All the Rathians do. Yeah, the blue one and the but green one. But I'm talking one. about like Rathian versus Rathalos. Yeah, that's just the things. red one. 
right? The green and the red. Rathalos is the male, and Rathian is the female. This conversation is so confusing so, to me. I'm out. I'm tuned out. <laughs> well, we need to, we need to go, go back. No, we need to. Diablos doesn't poison you with its claws. I know, but I've seen, those, I've seen those dragons. We need to zoom out. The colored here. ones: the green, the red, the blue, and the pink. Stop those are all this. just versions I of Rathalos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the colored. I'm just talking about the different. Okay, uh, begin corrections music, please. Uh, <laughs> My whole yes. point is, they feel different. They feel alive. Yes. Like uh, Kulu Yaku will like pick up a rock and protect mm-hmm. itself, and yeah. it looks it's precious it. and yeah. sad. I like the um, little goober enemies who are just kind of walking around. Right, too. and then there yeah. are the small monsters, and it feels like a living world. God, that game is so good. Yeah, but I also agree that like it, you kind of. I mean, the game usually is killing things, no matter what game we're playing. Mm -hmm. And, like, you kind of want to just hate the things that you're killing. And so I think enemy design is is incredibly important. Sure. Monster Hunter gets to... It's a little problematic because, like, everyone who's played it for the first time that I've been around has been, like... I don't want to kill that thing. Like, why are we killing these things? We're monsters. Like, oh, this is yeah. terrible. They're hunters, baby. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, well, their society, I think, is based more on uh, use every part of it. And, uh, yeah. But, like, yeah. Sometimes you feel pretty bad for killing these things. Uh, in Final Fantasy 15, they make sure that all of the hunts that you go on are endangering the environment. And so you're like, oh, okay, that monster is going to hurt that environment. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of evening things out. Yeah. Like hunters with deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. behemoth is right next to this gas station. We got to take that we out. We got to take that yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, I'm even into games where it's just there's a variety of type of enemies. Like, for example, Souls game. There's so many different types of enemies that usually fit into a certain area they're based around. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's strictly the variety. I think there's something really important about their designs. Yeah. yeah. Well, good design is rooted in the world or the story in some cases. Like, Souls, a lot of the enemies have justification for existing within that world. Like, a lot of them are like these are these old guards that became this thing or like whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Silent Hill two is an amazing example of that where it's like, this yeah. is his internal psychosis manifested yes. as a monster. Like nice. that kind of stuff. The, the stuff that gets me and I, come after me if you want, I don't care. But like, oh. uh, like uncharted and stuff like that, where it's just like, Hey, this weird other archeologist has a whole bunch of money and literally hundreds of dudes willing to die for him. Yeah. Like he just has a personal army coming after Nathan Drake and Nathan Drake just mows them down. It's a lot of guys. That's where I check out like that kind of stuff where it's just like, these are human beings that are just coming in waves out of Jeeps and getting shot in the (laughs) face. And none of them are being like, screw this. Like, I don't want to do this. That's yeah, kind of, yeah. it's kind of That's like insane. something like Half-Life 2 where they all have masks and are all communicating with each other, you know. And so you get a sense that, like, I don't know, who knows how many people are in this force mm. that's being sent after me, mm-hmm. you know, that... Um, yeah, I don't like that. That's that's why I kind of get tuned out of uh, zombie games, even though I love them right. so much. But if like I get the idea that like I'm not actually doing anything. Every time I go back into this right. room, there's gonna be 50 zombies here, and it's like that's a mummer. Yeah, um, but that's how I, I feel. I think in Uncharted too. One of the things that I've noticed uh, lately, actually, that I think is important just for me, uh, in is if you're going to introduce an enemy and identify that enemy at a certain skill level, and I know this doesn't have to do with like visual design, but just kind of like the 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 numbers behind how you run different enemy types. If I bump into that enemy later and it's the same exact enemy type, same color, same animation, same everything, but like now it's level 20. Like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. sure, whereas sure. if I'm getting stronger and then I see that thing out in the field, it's going to be so satisfying if I can just run up and one shot it. You know, yes, I'm like, yes, I love I'm a better thing. I'm a better soldier, a better hunter, better whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I can go out, you know, and take these things out. Yeah. Um, 
I do like it is kind of cheap now because they've done it for so long but I do like the fight the boss but it becomes a regular enemy later so you're just used to like oh wow I remember the beginning of the game when I you know yeah. just just fighting one of those things was was a, a trial and now I got to deal with three of them with a bunch of little tiny guys Capra demon Capra demons yeah, yeah. Taurus demon too yeah. Taurus yep. demon shows there's like six of them at the end and you're like what Jones I do hate it at the end of like an old Final Fantasy though maybe I'm thinking of four. Uh, just where like it's the final dungeon and like everybody's a, a boss from earlier in the game. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I think the last thirty percent of a game is where your enemy design, uh, where you you cash in or not. <laughs> you yeah, know, whether, yeah. whether you clearly that's where I just like bail usually on RPGs. We're like, okay, I'm or or not necessarily bail. Like, I don't know if I've ever left a game because of poor enemy design, but there's definitely fatigue. Like, certainly when you get near again, the you're like, oh. yeah. Neo is a good example of that, where where uh, you fight the same kind of types of things quite a bit later on. Yeah. Like I remember Ben saying that in the review. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like Monster Hunter again, like I've got a hundred plus hours into this game and like there are a couple of monsters that I, I've only fought a couple, like once or twice, you know? And like I beat the game before having fought two or three of the, the monsters, you know, like that's really cool that they have that late game stuff. Uh, and I totally relate actually on this other side of this. When I saw praise black goo monsters, I was checked out hard. Sure. Uh, I like slimes. Don't like goo monsters. I don't want to ever fight a goo monster. I don't like shooting little things. Ooh, that's, that's not attractive one. to me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there's that little guy. Try to shoot him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is almost always a pain in the butt. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah, I want to hear more enemies that we just we're not interested in fighting. Maybe it's like a bonus thing. If I'm in an area and there's a bunch of little guys and there's like a little gold dude that like, yes. oh, get him. You know, like yeah. the guys in Bloodborne that are like run away. Yeah. From you. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's like oh, little prize. Nightmares. Like you're not. That's not everything you're fighting. It's just that one little guy. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's. Yeah, if they have like a cool prize, that's an exception. But. Also, props to Fortnite because they update their character designs when they do holidays and stuff like that. Oh. I like when they did the Christmas thing. There are guys that carry a big like kerosene thing that they'll light and then throw at you, and they made them like little fat Santa Clauses with presents. I'm like, <laughs> oh, nice. okay. Fortnite's so huge. What a weird game. Fortnite's big. Every, every time I'm, I see I'm like, playing the mode, everyone's not playing. <laughs> every time I see like a tweet, it's always like, this got 30,000 likes. So they're like, whoa. And it's just like, yeah, this is my best Fortnite moment or something like that. That's funny. Um, I like the dances too. Eco. Ugh. They only have two. What? They have two emotes and they're both dancing. Like, come on. Really? You can't there's, buy more. No other emotes. I've if, I've I've not found the store where you can the buy them. The game's not even out yet. Maybe one, in Battle Royale. One was like a one to one recreation of Turk from Scrubs. Is that one of the two dances? I have a ride the pony dance uh-huh. and a another just a regular just a little Turk. I think there's more than two dances. I think there's more than two. Maybe it's character specific or something. Oh, I don't know. maybe each character has a different. Yeah. All right. I was just surprised when I like went to the emote screen. There were two. I was like, yeah. you don't have like a cheer or like a. Good job. You know, like, that'd be nice. <laughs> John, I feel like there's got to be more than two. I yeah, mean, bring, I on, bring on yeah. the correction. We'll figure yeah. that out. Uh, Eco has I'd be happy monsters. to be corrected. I'm going to go get some. Yeah, those suck. Which the shot of monsters. You know yeah. what? I hate every fight in Eco except for yeah. the last one. Every 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 combat in Eco, again, for yeah. me, like Uncharted, it just feels like this shouldn't even be here. Why is this here? Oh, they just keep spawning until they don't spawn anymore. Right. Oh, until you, those, like, yeah. leave the area, the, yeah, or whatever, yeah, the, like, yeah. solve the puzzle. Or run away, yeah. yeah. No, you just beat them until they stop. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's too. <laughs> that is really bad. Actually. Like I love that game, but it's damn. Too. Yeah. Oh, oh, and as long as we're giving uh, uh, thumbs down and thumbs up, thumbs yeah. up for Evil Within Two. Evil Within Two, the last thirty percent of that game throws some weird stuff at you, oh, uh, yeah. and and does a good job of maybe 
referencing some stuff from Evil Within One hmm. and, and just some and the Why Me monsters. There's just yeah. a great gauntlet at the end of that game where I'm like, cool. whoa, whoa! Like, I'm just thinking like a lot of the enemies in that game are just like the the zombie dudes. Sure, and maybe there's one on fire at a point. They're all like the kind of the there were definite types, yeah, because it was like the, the open world kind. nature. Yeah. They want you to spot the fire guy from yeah, a, from yeah. distance. Ooh, I there's know how some to fight like that definitely guy. some weird, crazy things in that yeah. game though. Escalation is really important. Yeah, it's the end of that game. It's where it counts. Yeah. For longevity. Where's my daughter? It's cool. I, I yeah. I think uh, I think enemy design is almost more important than protagonist design in a way. I don't know if I'm ready to make that argument, but yeah, I think it's incredibly important. And so yeah, interesting question. Depends on the game, I imagine. I yeah. like playing Skyrim in VR because you can't look at yourself. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I got new armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can't look down and see your body. No. Well, you can look down, but there's nothing. Yeah. Oh. This is has nothing to do with anything, but I did that Star Wars VR experience <gasps> in downtown Disney. <gasps> well, how how what's how do you get into that? Do you have to like send an appointment or buy uh, tickets? We in advance had or? we had a reservation. Uh, the guy said that Friday, Saturday, Sunday it sells out. All right. During the week, it's like dead. You could just walk in. Okay. okay. And I think they have a certain number of walk in tickets that they allot. Or okay, something, because okay. I heard him say they were out of them. It's like earlier in the day, obviously, just like fast passes. Right, but okay. the weekend is like sold out apparently. Right. But we made an appointment like a month in advance and cool. had a time. What do you do? Uh, so you go in with four people. It's backpack VR. Whoa. The dream is Whoa. real. No, uh, do you bump into each other? You, I, you hit. You could bump each other. Like the the craziest thing. Okay, so you walk in. You see a little video. It's set before Rogue One. Um, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but like. Okay. Uh, you then you they take you in you you get suited up they you're hooked to the wall the backpack at first you, they put on the backpack you s- tighten all the straps you put on the helmet they tell you where the volume knobs are and then you adjust the visor and then you flip it back up and you walk into this like area and it has uh, basically just like cubicle rooms set up like in whatever configuration I saw that the room we entered was next to the room that we exited. So you do move, I mean, and you walk. And you're not strapped in when you, they they mm-hmm. unhook you once you're ready and you're free roaming. They're not hooked up to anything. And mm-hmm. so the space is one-to-one to what the you're seeing in the The space is one-to-one. Yeah. So like, oh, wow. so in the thing, the, the, the thing that blew my mind, and it's not like perfect tech. It was kind of janky sometimes. But uh, they were like, all right, give me a thumbs up when you're all ready. And, like, you're masquerading as stormtroopers, so, like, you can see each other. And it was really funny because you're stormtroopers of your own actual height because it can track where your head is and it makes you... So, like, my friend and I were the same height, and then uh, Sophia was with us, and she's shorter than we are. So, like, there's just this short little (laughs) stormtrooper going around. Did you say, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? Oh, God, I should have. Damn it! Um, But the person was like, all right, give me a thumbs up, and I'll start everything up, you know? And so then we we're all just like, okay, but we're in VR and we we're like, okay, thumbs up. And I see my hand go up and give a thumbs up as a stormtrooper hand. No. I'm not wearing anything on my hands. Yeah. It's just tracking my hands. And I thought at first that it was the room tracking everyone's hands. And I'm like, this is insane tech. Mm-hmm. But apparently the visor has a little thing, like oh, a okay. sensor that senses your hands in front of it, Whoa. which is still great. It's still pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so your hands are in it and it just shows you your hands. Uh, apropos of nothing it's magic and like you can see your friends and you can touch your friends and like but they do a good job the, the arena is set up it's all mapped one-to-one to it if if there's a button that you have to push there's a button that you push 
and in you, real life, you see it, yeah, and you actually push the same button in the exact same place. Oh, I want in the thing. I want to do this. I'm so there's, there's a part cool. you start without a gun and you find a gun later and you reach out and you pick up a gun oh. and you have the gun and you start shooting. You know, that's unreal. It's yeah. crazy. And apparently, like uh, someone else said that they touched a few other things that, like, I assumed you couldn't touch, but they were like, I reached out and his arm was there. I don't know, it was moving. Cool. So, like, I don't know if it's just like a guy making this thing move or what they're doing, <laughs> but like. They they made it pretty good where like a lot of the things you can and like sometimes I tried to touch a panel on the wall and it was just like glass or, or sure. whatever but like yeah it was it was pretty awesome wow. that's sweet okay. and, uh, and the tech was good it's a dis- downtown, downtown Disney, Disney it's yeah. called the Void the Void is the thing and then um, Secrets of the Empire is the name of the 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 actual VR part of it was maybe fifteen minutes your appointment time is half an hour whoa because uh, you get suited up see the little video and then go in nice it's it was, it was like 30 bucks was there actual good secrets of the empire kind of it was interesting uh no spoilers Death Star yeah tech, i'm not gonna I spoil it yeah oh. death star tech Mm-mm. death star tech. uh we got another love and respect thing i'm we can put a that in the timestamps. sure the void yeah, yeah. sorry i, I didn't of the empire. I, I just realized that i should probably mention it because oh. i did it and it was awesome good story I like and it was one. like the monster hunter i've been waiting VR. on a first person review of that so thank you monster oh yeah VR. i had fun dude yeah, I'm sure. I would do it again. And they they said that that I keep forgetting it's there. So right. I, just, I need to schedule it and go go, go and do it because they said um, that's a permanent uh, facility, but the story is going to secret. The Empire is going to change. So oh. Secret of the Empire yeah. will change eventually. Yeah. Like, and he doesn't know if they're going to oh, want to do more Star keep, Wars I or what. Keep banging those. That's yeah, cool. It sounds like, like three of those like a year. Room. <sighs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. He the person who worked there was unsure what the future stuff would be, but said that that location was permanent and then f- stories will just be cycles so neat yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised then no. avatar ian you avatar yeah oh sorry I was animal kingdom of, is doing an avatar land yeah, i was so thinking of the last airbender oh, uh, yeah. as you should ian you are the host of reaction shots the easy allies movie and a- film accurate podcast yeah, co- yeah uh we have a game about movies that oh. i think is kind of clever i've heard of movies I realized that you are all multifaceted people with oh. many hobbies. Oh. More than a few of the allies are into movies, so I'm submitting a movie trivia game called Which Game is in the Frame? Well, I'm out. Oh, nice. Your job is to tell me which video game I'm referring to from these movies and TV shows. Hell yeah. Uh. Winner gets to tell us your favorite video game movie. All right. You decided the winner for me. Okay. I all just right. want to say a video nice. game moment where I really, really appreciate it. One thing that pissed me off as a kid. Wait. It uh, might be one of these. It might be one of these. Okay. Save, save it. it. I'll save it. Sorry. See if you win. Princess Bride. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Okay. I would be impressed if it pops up. All right. Jump on. And I, I like These are fun. All right. In 2008, Catherine Bigelow directed The Hurt Locker. She won an Oscar, and I'm sure the appreciation of Microsoft for featuring which Xbox exclusive game? Dude, no idea. Got to be Halo. Gears of War. Gears probably of War. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about movies. 2008, though, is about <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah t- oh yeah, yeah. Number two, Tony Soprano could give Damiani a run for his money when he disciplined his son by beating him at this Nintendo 64 game in 1999. Mario Kart. Yep, that's oh, it. Oh, yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going to the first person who wow. says it. Damn, sure. Brad. Right. Mario Kart 64, by the way. Never seen that show. Yeah. Whoa. No, I've never seen, never seen that show. Show. Yeah, that's why I, I like the clues. Yeah, they gave you the context Damiani clues. clue. Yep. Oh, that's also a TV show, but anyway. 
He said TV shows. Yeah. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. that was yeah. just movies. Settle down, Jones. Dial the snark back. <laughs> it was me who introduced this by saying, Ian, you direct, you were right. yeah. the movie yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's on me, Jones. Boys in the Hood is mm-hmm. a movie about the mean streets of L.A., which NES classic did a young boy use an escape as an escape in 1991? Oh, God, it's been so long since I've never seen it. I'm going to say Dragon Warrior. Mario. Oh, it's been so long. I don't remember. I don't remember. Jones? Sonic the Hedgehog. No idea. NES class. My my ears are not working. Sorry. Duck Hunt is the game. Fun fact is Zapper looked an awful lot like a revolver to create tension in the scene. Mm. Nice. Number four. Ed won't move on with his life and prefers to play this PlayStation 2 FPS. Ironically, he refuses to move on with his with his death at the end of Shaun of the Dead in 2004. Oh, what oh shooter? Oh, yeah. what game were they playing? Is, he said PlayStation? Uh, PlayStation 2. 2. FPS. Killzone? Time Splitters? Time Splitters! Nice! Whoa. 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 Nice. Whoa. I just wanted to get one. That was a poll, dude. It is yeah, a funny... I, I like remember it. them I like sitting the there, but Shaun I couldn't the remember yeah. the TV shot. Yeah. Good poll, dude. Wasn't that on Xbox? Also, I think yeah. they were holding yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation mm. controllers, though. Oh, okay. If I recall. This PlayStation 2 classic helps Adam Sandler get... Shout the Colossus. Yes. <laughs> in which... In what? Uh, Rain Over Me, the mm. 9-11 movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Who's Brad. seen that? I don't know why I've seen that part. <laughs> I, I just uh, knew that. Kotaku made a big deal about it at the time. Oh. Okay. I've never seen that movie. I, I've, like, read the interview about using that movie for that part, yeah. but I've never seen that I'm, movie. I, I, I know the association, <clears throat> but I've never seen the film. He, like, yeah. uses it to get over trauma or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And it kind of like represents, over. yeah, yeah. Sure. All yeah. right. I can see the I can see the corollary there. Matthew Broderick is nearly late for class at the very beginning of 1983's War Games. Oh, Which God. game is he busy playing at the arcade? Oh, jeez. We're going to have to skip this one because the answer is not written down. <laughs> oh, space, probably Space Invaders, I don't know. Galaga. You want to take? I mean, I have no idea what oh, the answer yeah, is. I don't remember. I've yeah. never seen War Games. Actually, the Discs of Tron would be sweet. But. Sean, oh, you heard God, us. Discs of Tron is so good. <laughs> you hurt me on that one, Sean. Okay, number seven. Could oh. be a print error. True, it could be on us. I, what I want to know is that game in big real. The wizard one. That he's trying to beat. No, no way, dude. It's crazy that they designed that, created that just for the film. Yeah, I think there's like three screens though. It like changes three times. Does he beat it at the end of the movie? He does, and I don't get that moment. I don't understand. He like has a realization. He's like, yeah. use the something pod. And you're like, is that right? <laughs> did you just did you get it? Did you figure it out? Because what a dumb. You're right. You're it's like, like one of those moments because you know, we've all had that where we're like, this is impossible, and then yeah. like we we wait a day and then we yeah. come back, we beat it right away. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. so one of those things where like he just needed to get out of his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I use this the thermal pod, or I don't right. know what he uses, or is it like because you've matured. Right. That you're smarter about thermal pots. Yes. Or what, like, what a dumb device to show character growth. Weird. Yeah. Is, 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 he solved a little puzzle. As a in kid, I was like, game, nice. Yeah. And as an adult, I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yes. like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah, it should be just like going downstairs and saying, Mom, I love you. I love you, actually. You know what I mean? Like, it should have been that. <laughs> All right. Uh, which baby's game is a young Elijah Wood surprised that Marty McFly oh, oh, is oh, excited oh. about oh. in Back to the Future 2? Oh, God. Sure shot? Sure shot? Dead, dead. Mm. You want a hint? Because there's a hint here. It's on, Jones, foreshadowing to Back to the right, Future right. Three. This is a cowboy Deadshot. game. Dead Sunset Riders. I'm a. Oh, is it an actual 
game? It's an I actual thought the game, game yeah. was. It said, "What is that game?" The gun smoker. Oh, Wild gunman. Wild, Wild gunman. gunman. Okay. Yeah. That's in real game. Yeah. I just thought that was fake. I think it's an NES game. But then he gets at his. Oh, his his. Uh, he's a dead shot in it. That's like his. Oh, gotcha. Or oh. dead shot or whatever Ooh, it's called. That was a correlation. Because gotcha. later he says, "I'm a dead shot." Or crack shot. Crack shot. Crack, I'm a crack shot. shot at that. Because it says crack shot on the screen. Crack shot. That's why I thought it was called that. J.J. Abrams had a slightly older Elijah Wood playing the SNES game in 1992's Forever Young. Oh, God. Forever Young. Yeah, I've never, never seen that before. Oh, my God. J.J. Abrams directed no that. No idea. Elijah Wood. SNES game. That's a classic. 92. Act Razor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's narrow this down. So, 92 is when it came out. Bubsy. 91 is when they shot it. That's launch year of the Super Mario World? F-Zero. F zero. Nice. Yeah, that's a cool thing to play. Nice movie. The children in Beethoven, nineteen ninety two, witness animal cruelty while playing on the power glove. What game were they playing? Oh my god! Yeah, I have no idea what that's referring to. What? Sorry. Animal cruelty in the game? No, it's not in the game. No. Wait, the power glove is the Nintendo one, or is that the weird PlayStation one? Wait, so it is an NES game. I'm sorry. They're was seeing animal cruelty? Yeah, I assume like just like in the movie. I assume like there there's a scene that opens with them playing with the power glove, and then yeah. like the bad guy says, "I'm gonna get you, Beethoven." Mm. Power glove. I'm Who remembers dog. Beethoven? Whatever that dude. racing game was. I've seen Beethoven. It's Mario Three. I would have never guessed on a power glove. Yeah, that's a, probably the. What the I had a weird uh, PlayStation power glove too at one point, like a weird one. You like turned like this. weird. It was Aww. very strange. Why? I don't know. Yeah, why? Parents just buy things, right? Yeah. I was like, I can play with one hand. It's cool. <laughs> this one is specifically for Huber, who's not here. What two games was John Connor playing at the arcade in Terminator 2? Uh, Afterburner was one of them. I'll give you a point for it's that. The, it's the, the swivel arcade yeah. thing. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Because that's when he leans in and yeah. points at the cop. Well done. Outrun? No. Damn. The motorcycle one? Is it the motorcycle? I thought he was Missile Command? I thought he was doing like a race. Missile game. Command. Nice. Double Whoa, points for Double Jones. Jones. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You say it doesn't hold up. You'll never defend Terminator 2, but you got those two arcade games. Uh, and then we have, <laughs> basically we got a golden snitch at the end. Uh, this was worth three points. There are points? Yeah. Oh. Currently, Jones is at four. Brad's at three. Ian, you have zero points. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, these are all weird. Well, I thought Brad's Brad's no, you just got two, but Yeah, you just got oh, two, yeah. right? Yeah. In 1995's movie, Hackers Crash Override oh, beats Acid Burn in a video game at a cool raver club. The game never came out in real life. Oh, God. Daikatana? Oh. Beta of that oh, that came out. But was Shit. the pre-beta of what game? The pre-beta. It's that. Is it that weird one that like has the rumors of like making people go crazy? Uh, Polybius. Polybius or whatever. Uh, Polybius. No. So actually, so this is. It was a pre-beta of a game that is out. Okay. The the game that I see in parentheses is the game that people could play. Have we never seen Hackers? God. Quake. I don't know. No. Never seen it either. Jones got a guess. Not at all. Wipeout. Oh, oh okay. So cool. was it a racing game? It was, it was like the Dude, hover. I saw Hackers once. Yeah, like, I, I don't remember three or four years ago because I was like, oh, I never saw this. Let's do I was it. expecting yeah. PC games. Yeah, from Hackers. Jones took the game. Special thanks to Kyle for picking nice. my question, and I hope the panel enjoyed playing Sean. And my game wasn't on the Sean. list. Which my blue, oh, yeah, yeah. You've, my you've blue heaven right? with Steve Martin. Anybody? Anybody? I've never seen that. My uh, Steve Martin plays a gangster that goes into witness protection. I think 
and Rick Moranis is an agent that is assigned to look after him or get info from him or something. Great cast. And uh, Moranis is in, like, some hotel room somewhere, uh, and they're just, like, cooped up, like, just, like, bored in the hotel room, and they are playing Super Mario Brothers on an NES controller with the original sound effects. And I remember at the time being like, whoa, because it's always, like, you, oh, I recognize the game, but you hear it's just really generic. Right. You know, like, oh, that's not the way that sounds. Or, like, the way they're yes. moving the controller. Sure. And, like, he is playing Super Mario Brothers. Like, that I got very clearly. a question for you. Okay. What game was Tum Tum playing in Three Ninjas? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh what, it's got? on his Game Gear, right? No. I that's do think Surf it's a Ninjas. Sega game, oh, that's Surf I'm thinking it's a Sega game. No. Oh. Incorrect. NES. Tum Tum. Tum Tum. Tum Three Ninjas, you didn't have a Game Gear? No. Is it a ninja oh. game? No. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Taz. No. I give up. Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, nice. Mario 3. Also in The Wizard. It's a very prolific movies, yeah. movie game. Marketing. Yeah. Uh, what, I just thought what's of the a... baseball game he's playing in the beginning of Princess Bride? It's not like a Nintendo, I think. Bases Loaded, I think. Bad News Baseball. RBI Baseball was my NES game, but I think it might be Bases Loaded. Mm. Um, I, have a, I have a paleontologist moment, actually, that I was just thinking of. is uh, oh, I can't remember. The Informant? Uh, the Brian Cranston movie where he's just like he's undercover and uh, drug stuff. The anyway, Informant is a whole that, other movie. That's the one with uh, what's his name? Yeah, Matt Damon. Oh yeah, actually you're right. So All it's right. not The Informant. It's it's a Brian Cranston movie. It's not very good. Yeah. It opens. <laughs> it's like the '70s, right? He's walking in an arcade, and there's the Sonic the Hedgehog version of air hockey. And I'm like, that can't be. Yeah. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. This is impossible. I know. <laughs> Throws his popcorn. Yeah, his that was me. Because what year is it supposed to be? Seventies. It's so oh, so yeah. checked oh, out. That, that Sonic the Hedgehog insane. air hockey game is like two thousands. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like Brian in Lost Cranston. when they did the flash forward, and I was like, that phone didn't exist then. Yeah. Ah, and then they I were know. like, it's a flash forward, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more question. Okay. Yeah, actually, you yeah. Know, I saw a tweet. This is this yeah. is interesting. I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet. This comes to us from Dan Tunicliffe. Nice. Hey, allies, with stage one of the Overwatch League over, what are your guys' thoughts, initial thoughts? I saw a few allies go to Blizzard Arena. Yeah, I was there the yeah, other day. Yeah, you. Yeah. So tell me about that, Ian. Oh, uh, yeah. There's some more nice things in this. We'll get. We'll say those earlier. Oh, compliments. Uh, should I talk about yes. Blizzard Arena? Yeah, talk uh, about Blizzard Arena. Like, Ian, you went to watch eSports Live. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Blizzard Arena is crazy. Uh, LED screens for days. Mm-hmm. They're not projected. They're uh, giant LED screens. Uh, Jay Leno's old studio. Is it really? Yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah it's, up it, right? at, it's up at yeah. Burbank Studio yeah. uh, in Burbank. Uh, it says Blizzard Arena. Has a little store when you walk in. It's very nice. Everything's very great. Concession stand, everything. Um, they, it's very funny because, uh, we were there on like a Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Yeah. Thursday. And so it wasn't full. Um, when we got, we got there in the, at like 11 in the morning. So they don't sell out. This one didn't, but Friday and Saturday did. Okay. Um, but Thursday did not. It was during the day. Uh, we got there, we got there at like two actually. And we were there until eight or nine. Um, whoa though. It was a long time. That's more than any sport. My body was sore. Uh, dude, the finals on Saturday went from 11 a.m. to like maybe 11 p.m. Like it was like 12 hours. It was insanity. That is um, crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. But uh, and you're like looking up and like getting all tired. It's it was crazy. <laughs> but um, they definitely they stage the audience. They have they have a couple of people whose job is to 
fill seats. So like if if someone gets up, if a group gets up and goes oh, to the bathroom, yeah. they'll come by and be like, is anyone sitting there? And then they'll like put other people there. They'll move people that are cosplaying so that they'll be in the background. People sure? with signs, they move around. Yeah. They stage the audience in the in the bottom area. The, then there's a big stadium like seating thing up there and that's just whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it, it was just something funny. They have, uh, I couldn't see what the broadcast cameras they were using. It looked like they had, they had people with roving, it was hard to tell the bodies because they had the map box stuff around them, but it, they looked like the size of C-300s or FS-5s. Um, but then they had the Black Magic little um, studio cams, the little ones, micro studio or whatever they're called, where they don't have any buttons or like a screen on them. They have some buttons, but they don't have a screen. You have sure. to view them through SDI cables or HDMI cables, but they had those for the little webcams on the faces. Um, lots of tech. Very cool stuff. Um, yeah, we were in a couple of shots. They get shots of the audience to like pepper into, to montages and stuff. It was really fun. So how many matches do you watch over the course of those hours and hours? We saw, we saw six teams face each other. So three groups of two. Okay. Uh, and they play four maps each. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, another fun fact about the Blizzard studio. Apparently there's a, there's a thing above the whole audience that corresponds to the, um, like checkpoint percentage, you know, like so it's like you have point. Oh, they're like taking over the you base have or yeah, like yeah. you've hit checkpoint one of getting point A or whatever. Uh, and it it fills at the same rate and the same color of the team uh, until it fills all the way up. Apparently, that's somebody's job. That's manual. Oh, so like the, to the like light, crank it. <laughs> the light thing above yeah. the audience because oh, they couldn't God. they couldn't figure out a way to like tie it into the computer. So yeah. they just have someone just do it, Todd. They're just like yeah. Todd, just go do it, do the meter, Todd. Uh, which is really funny. And Todd's like, can I take a bathroom break? They're like, no. They're like, <laughs> are they capturing a point, Todd? You tell me. Um, oh, Todd, man. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was very cool. That studio. How much is it? Cool. Uh, tickets? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sophia bought them, so I don't know. But uh, I think Thank they're like Sophia. twenty or thirty dollars, something like that. Blizzard That's cool. Bucks. So you like the production? It was it was cool to go to. I like, you know, I've I've played Overwatch. I haven't played it in a while, actually. Like, I don't think I've played since before Orisa Orisa came out. So it's been a while. But like, I enjoy like I enjoyed the production of it, and like the staggering technology on display kept me busy. So I was like always looking around and being like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Just like the thinking about like the person that they have TDing it, like technical directing it, switching it, like that kind of stuff happening. And like you're seeing the, the, um, you know, they have the play by play camera or whatever in the middle, the middle camera that is mostly what you're seeing in the stream, but that's not show just showing the stream you know, so like they've got someone switching that and yes. they've got someone switching the stream the broadcast. Yeah. Cause like Malik would come out and do the intro, you know, after the breaks and he was like vibing up the crowd during breaks too. So there's cool. stuff happening while the timer's going down for you. They're raffling and giving away prizes and stuff. Mm. Um, but, and then he'll go like, and we're back. We've got two teams, blah, blah, blah. He'll like vamp for a little bit. And then they've got like the camera guy doing a move on him. And then he's like, let's go to our commentators to see what they have to say. And then like in the stream, you see, uh, the camera moves up from him and onto that. And then it cuts to the feet of the commentators, but like live in the room, Malik's just standing there and the commentators are up on the screen, you know? So like they're doing this move. So like there are two separate things being switched, which is cool. Like it's a very huge production. Yeah. 
And they've got all the death timers and stuff on the sides. It's crazy. When I got to when I got to work with them uh, for BlizzCon, it was this strange mix of people from the TV industry yeah. who like knew that stuff, and people from esports who are just extremely qualified and know everything you have to know in order for like the yeah. switching to work. Right. To like know which scene to go to. Oh sure. But also they needed like people with TV and broadcasting backgrounds to like know how this equipment works that, and what kind of things you'll need to light and record. I was, I was marveling at that too. Yeah. Cause like whoever is switching the main gameplay feed knows both overwatch, like the back of their hand and TDing. Yes. To like, be like, okay, we're going to need a replay of that. They're going to talk about that. And then whoever's producing it is like, we have a replay of these things, you know, to whoever, uh-huh. you know. It's nuts. Because, like, and it's very, nearly, like, always exactly right, too. Like, the commentators start talking about a thing, mm-hmm. the replay's going. Like, they've they've got it. It's very well done. I mean, it's a sports thing, you know. That's how it works. But ESPN, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh... <laughs> My boss, when I was working on the BlizzCon thing, had like previously worked on like the Super Bowls, like working on sports. And so I was like, yeah, this is easy, man. This stuff's so easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it seems impossible to us, but like, it, it, we're in like. To a professional, yeah. Compared to like an NFL game where you have so many input and so right. many things happening. Live. I mean, like, yeah. it, it's these people's job. Like, yeah. it's their job. Like, mm-hmm. I was there, I saw the show on Thursday. Sophia's watching it Friday and Saturday. The same people were there, you yeah. know, like. It's people's job to just go and do this, you know? Yeah. Um, it's cool. And, like, I've done TD stuff. It's it's really fun. It's crazy. We used to do it at GT. Yeah, when you're done, when, when, whenever I was done with a big show or shoot, like, it was so stressful while you're doing it that when it's over, it's like, I won't do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> a rush. Live shows are a rush. Uh, Ian, I'm loving swords. Brad, oh. great coverage lately. Love your energy, and you crack me up. Wow. <laughs> Kyle, I wouldn't play 80% of the things I have for my PSVR without your insight. Nice. Keep oh. it up, guys. Nothing nice for Jones? It's all right. Sure. Or, or Dan, come on. It's a good question, Dan. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Jones, you're the monster hunter of co-hosts. Whoa. Yeah. Podcast yeah. co-hosts. Wait, what rank is he, though? Oh, like six. Oh. Oh, man, that's super. <laughs> is that <early>. good? <laughs> yeah, that's six great. Good? That's oh, the nice. Six is as high as it goes. Out of, like, what, seven? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do another one real How quick. How far into monster hunter are you? Uh, just past tutorial. Oh, cool. Real low rank. Yeah, yeah, real low. Uh, it's, it's all right. Stick in. Stick in. There. Let's be encouraging. Let's do one real quick that, that could be encouraging. Hey, allies. I have found myself building a backlog of games, but I keep wanting to play games I have already played and completed long ago. Do you ever find yourself choosing a safe experience you know you will enjoy rather than a new game or one you are yet to finish? Love and respect. Gordon. Yes, I'm yes. playing through Shadow Colossus Remake again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's safe. Dude. Remake number Most two. Most of my gaming choices are safe. It's just so yeah. cool. I just it's beat very it Friday rare that with Damiani, and I'm still playing it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It's it's why sequels sell more than anything, you know what I mean? It's just like people like they like that safety. I, I I totally get it. For me, I often go by time. Like, how much time do I have right now to do a thing? And if it's a game like if like a Souls game comes out or a Monster Hunter or something comes out that I'm like, I'm just gonna be playing this all week, like that's my life. Yeah. But like otherwise it's like I've got two hours. I can play that in two hours. Yeah. I'm not gonna fire up Darkest Dungeon right, right. now. Sure. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm playing um, Builders right now on Switch. I, I shouldn't play that game again. <laughs> but that's cushy. fun. I love it. That's oh, it's safe, cushy. Man. Yeah. That's very cushy. And yeah. It's fun to be better at it the second time around. You know, yeah. like no, like oh, okay, I'm I'm not gonna build that right there. Okay. What's that, Hugh Lewis? Step by step, day by day. So yes, Huey Lewis. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it is now time for bets. 
Next week's bets is about Metal Gear Survive, which will be released Tuesday, February 20th. It's my sister's birthday. Hey. Four days before my birthday. To celebrate her birthday, we're going to be streaming it live. On that oh, same happy birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Anya. Uh, we're going to create a character. We're going to make it a woman. How many hair options will there be? Brandon Jones. Twelve. And we should say, Brandon, you've yeah. played this game before. Apparently, you didn't do the character creator. Uh, I went into a preview event. Uh, all of the characters were standing there on the... Every station that they had at the preview event had a different character. They said, basically, look at the TV and pick the character yeah. you want. So, so we, I did no character creation Another Another any idea. And yeah, I do yeah. not know if there's character creation in the co-op demo that people checked out, the beta, because I did not mm-hmm. play that beta. Yeah, yeah. all right. So, do not know. Go ahead. 12. Oh! <laughs> wow. Ian Hank. 16. Wow. And you can go ahead and double those 12s. I bet 24. Ooh, super confident. Small window <laughs> for me. those in. Bald counts, right? Hey, any it's like an hair option. option. If it's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hair option, yes. Any head. choice. Yeah. Yeah. Totally counts. Uh, last week's bet was about Dynasty Warriors 9, which released Ooh. on Tuesday, February 13th. Without doing research, again, how many separate DLC items would be available on launch day? Um, I'm going to have to ask the panel about a couple of these. Okay. Uh, season You're Pass, the wrong I think, counts. Dynasty Warriors. I think Season Pass counts. We should count that as a DLC item. You can go and buy that on, sure. on its own. Sure, yeah. Sure. Show. If it's a purchasable thing other than the game, sure. Yes. Yeah. So we're counting that. Uh, this other one is a little more hazy. It's called the Material and Gems Set. And if you go to the description, it says, this DLC is exclusive for P- Season Pass of Dynasty Warriors 9. So you can't just buy that you separately. You can't buy it. It's something that comes but if they you buy list it separately pass. for some reason. Yes. But it's included in the season pass. Yes. So basically it's a money pack that you get as a bonus for buying the season pass. Yes. Do we count it as its own separate item? What was the phrasing of the bet? The bet was how many separate DLC items will be available on launch day? You have to That's count not it. available though. It's, it's, it's available. only available in a separate thing, so it's, it's self-contained. It's not purchasable, but it's available. I think you gotta count it. It says DLC in the description. And it says the, DLC in the description. The available versus purchasable is a good distinction, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Jones, you bet four. Huber bet fifteen. <laughs> Damiani bet seventeen. Holy jeez. I bet nine. The actual number of DLC items available on launch day, two. Jones, you win. Two. <laughs> so you asked us about. He won no matter what. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> he won no matter the what. The only two you asked us about. Wow. Yeah. That was such a funny setup. Wow. Yes. Nailed it. I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to uh, uh, Red Grouse 3. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas 1. <laughs> Droopy Eagle 2. <laughs> wow. We have yeah. fun. Yeah, we have fun here. <laughs> Jones, what do you think about all those comments that are just like, you know, it's not fair. It's not fair to Jones. He's just going to get stomped. It's not fair to Kyle. I mean, who said that? I mean, I still could get... It's February. Come yes, on. I could you're right. still it's be stomped. Early. This, this, ain't, early. this ain't Today, could, this could be my last win that you just If this was heard. GT Jones, I'd say, yeah, he's getting stomped. Uh-huh. It's that man. Jones is dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally in Literally. your house. <laughs> Wait, what are the scores again? Aren't we? Are we losing uh, three? Yes, two, three, two, and one. one. Yeah. yeah. So he's winning. Yes, Jones is winning. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's twenty eighteen. What on the my hell? Own. Uh, let me tell on you. My own. Ooh. Yeah. A little bit about patreoncom slash allies. Easy allies is us, not just the four of us, but five others. Uh, people who easy like allies are we. We are easy allies. We are easy allies. <laughs> We are they. Uh, <laughs> um, they are we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We, uh, we make videos, we make podcasts, we do live streams. We just love to make things about video games and things about other things entirely. Uh, uh, as for mentioned, the, the uh, movie podcast, but also... Movies that have video games in them. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, and we are funded primarily through Patreon. Uh, so check out patreon.com slash easy allies to see how you can support us and how we can uh, give back to you. And, uh, oh, goals. Uh, Ian, how'd you do on your goal this week? I did it. Three I times? Mentioned, I mentioned the Monster Hunter of three times. They were all kind of dumb and bad, though. You wanted to make it more I integrated? Wanted, I wanted to actually, like, you know, how everyone's like, it's the Dark Souls of this. I kind of was hoping that things would come up, but they kind of yeah. didn't. Did I you have Metroid? To, I had to manufacture them. No. Mm. It's going to be the Monster Hunter Metroids, baby. Yeah. yeah. It probably, it'll be the Monster Especially Hunter World of Metroids. Especially when you're talking about open world and everything. Oh, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Is the Monster, yeah. oh, Monster Hunter World is such a success. It makes me so sick. Wasn't there Six million fastest copies. selling game they said or something like that? Capcom's I fastest selling game We should have talked time. about this on podcast. Fastest selling Capcom game ever. Ever. Whoa. Ever. Ever. Crazy. Six million copies sold. Mega Man X, get bent. You know? <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil, eat their dust. Street Fighter V. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Monster Hunter World. Because wow, it has such a rabid fan base, and then this one appealed Crazy. to the West as well. Yeah, in a, in a bigger way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, it's such a good game, too. It's just so good. It's pretty exciting. Ah! Exciting to see where this goes. Quality, man. Yeah. Quality sells. Strive Generally. for quality. Uh, Generally, yeah. Uh, not always. Brad? Yes? How'd you do on your goal of singing the tailspin song? <laughs> you almost said stupid, didn't you? No, I almost <laughs> said duck ta- What was it started with? I, I get ducktails. Tailspin, I don't know. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. What was it though? Um, how's tailspin? Oh, we up tailspin. Oh, yeah. We up tailspin. On another tailspin. Do do do. I prefer the ducktails. And Shere Khan is like flying a plane in it, dude. It's out of control. All right, so let's go. You know how to talk about like how do you sell it? How do you sell this to a production company? Balloon or Baloo? In an airplane. Yeah. Like, how do you... What? No, I'm sorry. Baloo is in the Jungle Book. What are you referring to? Yeah, that Baloo, he's flying a plane. You're he taking d- my he, Jungle Book he Baloo. He delivers cargo, <laughs> yes. And Shere Khan is in with, like, Sky Pirates. There's a gangster in it. That's the le- like, the leopard or the uh, snake? Tiger. Tiger. T- he's a tiger, yeah. Who's the he's snake? He's like a businessman. Uh, From Jungle Book. Uh, Ka- Khan. Okay. Just Ka. K. Ka-A. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's K-A. why I got confused. Yeah. Ka. But, yeah. That's so weird. Sell it, baby. Talking animals. It's just about people yeah. who fly planes. He's, yeah, he's just delivering packages. Doing? Yeah. My name is Bette. Remember Fern Gully? Yeah. I don't know if it was a comic before, though, or not. Like DuckTales was. I'm not sure. Oh, oh okay. Maybe it was. Maybe you, you soft launched it as a yeah. comic book. Is Batty Robin Williams or yeah, just some Robin guy who's Williams. like him? Robin Williams. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Brandon Tim, Tim Curry and uh, as the smog monster? Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool Toxic sequence. Love. Pops out, toxic love. Pops out of like the the tractor, and then by the end is just like a huge monster. Watch that. Watch Toxic Love on YouTube. That is a crazy sequence. That is a black goo monster. I don't hate. Yeah, I'd love to shoot that I black goo that. monster. <laughs> yeah, Toxic Love. Uh, Brandon Jones, your goal this week was was what? No sniffs. No sniffs. Did you sniff? I, I I think I might have when we were doing the game while I was thinking. It was like after the fact though, so I don't know. I think I had a correct sniff. me if I'm wrong. I didn't. I had some. I didn't. I know biggins, you yeah. but uh, I think I might have snuck one in there. Oh okay. Because I, I get close to the mic. It's so. a nice goal anyway, right. Jones. A little bit. Uh, basically, I think about like three quarters through this podcast, I completed my goal. I decided it's time to retire goals. Oh, good. Yep. Congratulations. Good. Thank you. It's nice for you to actually get one. 
Yes. If they're retiring. Uh, yeah, now. yeah. I got one on my flight. I got my you last know? goal. It's like yes. one of the first you've ever gotten. Uh, I should say next week is episode 100. Whoa. Whoa. I don't have a special thing planned. Right. It's not going to be extravaganza. It is probably going to be a normal week of video games news. <laughs> so I did want to warn you ahead of time. The Just best. do like a little celebration song or something. Brad. Episode 100. That's it. Celebration song. That's it. Episode 100. Episode 100 of Easy Update is happening this week. It has a song. And I, I know. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be, be weird. Yeah, is what it's it's going to respect the, the franchise and everything. No, respect the franchise. Actually, it's kind of not. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, but next week's it's Easy It's pretty grim. Easy yeah, yeah, you're like retconning de- stuff. It's pretty depressing. Does that have a narrative? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, next week's Easy Guy podcast is going to be pretty normal. Pretty normal episode. That's how it's got to be. Tell any man, use the jingle. How it's got to be. How it's got to be. Brad, I can't just make it because I can't just make I'm more conscious now of hours than I've ever been in my life because mm-hmm. of like box peak hours. Sure, sure. I can't just make it jingle. I just did, dude. Okay, so next week, look forward to Brad doing a little three episode second. 100. Okay. Got it. You can just I mean, that's clip it. that out, dude. Done. Yes. Put that at the end. Add that. I Boom. like that. It's how it's got to be, though. That oh, was good. So episode one hundred. Yeah. How it's gonna be? No. Uh, you could rhyme one hundred weeks with cut. how it's got to be. That's director's sort cut. Of, because it's a near rhyme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Episode one hundred. How it's got to be? Bra- Brandon Jones. Weeks. <laughs> Brandon Jones. Of What's your favorite memory from the ninety-nine episodes of the Easy, Easy RS podcast? Uh, Jones, you've also uh, you've won mm. again. Yeah. Uh, you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get just to uh, you get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, or simply want to reiterate, or just thought of in this moment. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Wait, doesn't he get to say his favorite uh, movie based off a game or something like that? No, I mean I, he did that Steve Martin thing. It's like, nah, you lost your chance. Oh, dude. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to yeah, yeah. get that in. Uh cuz what? I think we talked Steve about, Martin just sets you off or something. We talked about video game movies not too long ago. I think it was two podcasts okay. ago. Yeah. And we I just was determined said Mortal Kombat, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's not any good ones. They're pretty Final much seven, great Advent ones. Children Complete. Mortal okay. Kombat is a good film. So that's your favorite? That would be your pick? Yeah. Nice. That's a good pick. All right, Jones, take it King's away. Kingsglaive wasn't on that list, I just realized. It was not on the list. No. Jones, take it away. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. I recommend you watch episode 99 of Easy Update, in which Ian Hanks sits down with Michael Huber oh. and teaches him how to edit. Yes, in, Jones. in Adobe Premiere. And editing is very fun. Uh, it's a lot easier than it looks. Uh, you just got to get through, you know, jump through all the hoops of how to, you know, manage media. But like once you actually get in there, the, the fundamentals of, of editing are easy to pick up. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's a it's a fun thing to do. I very much enjoy it. On top of that, uh, Premiere is cheap. It used to be very prohibitive. If you just expensive. get Premiere. Yeah. yeah. If you, you can uh, get Premiere for like 19 bucks a month, I think. I pay less than that. I pay, I pay nine. Mode. I pay seven for Photoshop and nine for Premiere. Oh, Wait, you can get them all a cart? Yes. Individually? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, Once know you get you more that. than two, it's, it's not worth it to do all card anymore. Yeah. Okay. I pay fifty a month for all of Creative Cloud, which is that sweet sanity. What do you use like sweet. audition, I guess? You do use I use what After do I Effects? Use? I use After Effects, Premiere, Audition, um, Illustrator I'm gonna use pretty soon. Nice. I've used the character animator, 
I I've used Muse. Um, okay, I was just saying you had a good episode of your show. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, not, I'm saying I get my value out of it. A whole I use a bunch of them. It's great. Yeah. But on top of that, if you are, if you're feeling discouraged Photoshop, about editing, obviously. yeah, it's cheap. You can get in pretty entry level, pretty cheap, and have the software that you could use to make a great video. And that's pretty cool. And if Huber yeah. can do it, you can do it. That's rude. Uh, you never have to mention me in any submission to the podcast. If you want to say, have a compliment for the other three panelists at the table and you got nothing from me, that's fine. I love my job. I love the the, the, the boys that I work with. I, I don't need any special recognition. I mean that seriously. I mean, it's, 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 I'm getting a reaction from the table like no, I'm, I'm just, feeding into this. No, you know, it's just like, the first – this is the but, first uh, time I've ever seen a final word where it's like – because normally I don't they're need like, I here. think this. You're right. like, hey, it's hey, fine. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't – It's I don't, easy. I'm just I just show up just to hang out with you and learn a little bit about gaming news every week and uh, I get my fill every week. I'm good, you know. I don't need any more than that. Well, so. we're happy you're so here. I appreciate. It. Well, thanks, Ian. I'm happy you're here. And I'm happy you're here. I'm so sorry, Jones. <gasps> we, we didn't rank the juiciness of the rumors. Okay. Okay. Oh, All right. man. Okay. 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 You we almost that. signed I off. We were doing it's that fine. With, like the, wow. like, the, the juice boxes and Oof. stuff. It's fine. Yeah, we ranked okay. it with juice boxes. All right, so we didn't rank the Google. What is what is juice box level? That's the, the lowest one. Yeah, you said it before we yeah. talked about. So it. what would it be though? Like the little baby juice. It's boxes that weird then. ecto cooler that came out recently where you thought it was going to be awesome, but then you tried it and it kind of was gross. Oh, okay, okay. Ew. So then, like that, it had that like wow factor, but then yeah. you tried it and you're like, oh, it's not that good. Spyro's a juice box, great yeah. juice. And then the middle one was a Capri Sun Pacific Cooler. That was uh, totally forgot the news that we talked about already. The that was Metro. Metro, Metro yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Metro Prime Four. Yeah. Okay, Jones, sign us off. Cheers. I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions.